Hey everyone, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy place, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself... Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 54 of Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts. How's everyone doing? I hope you've had a good week. I hope you had a good record store day. For those of you who observe record store day, did you find some cool stuff? Did you stand in some long lines? But was it worth it though? Myself, I'm not a vinyl collector. Um, instead, I'm, I'm going to send my kid to college. But someday, if I ever do start collecting, I will definitely be one of one of the many out there standing in line. There were a ton of great releases for uh, this, this record store day that a lot of uh, people were very excited about, I know. So if you scored some sweet, sweet vinyl, I hope you did, and I, uh, I hope you're happy with your finds. Let me know what you got. I'd love to hear. So, yeah, I wasn't out uh, standing in lines, but, man, I saw some of the lines wrapping around the blocks, and uh, people were there early, like, camping out. It looks like a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, though, last week I was fortunate enough to be invited by uh, my friend Jeff from Illiterate Light to go see them, uh, Jeff and Jake of Illiterate Light. Uh, to catch their show when they came through town on tour in support of their latest album, Sunburned. I uh, first became aware of them back in 2020 when I heard a single that they put out called Freedom with Devin Gilfillian and uh, loved that song. And so I snapped up their, uh, their first album and uh, just played the crap out of it. And so this past year when... Their new album, Sunburn, came out. I was super psyched. And, turns out, they were coming through town and uh, invited me uh, very kindly to come out to the show. And uh, and it did. And uh, until then, I had not gotten a chance to see them live, aside from, you know, random YouTube videos. And, dear sweet 10-pound baby Jesus, let me tell you, they put on one hell of an incredible, high-energy, just absolutely kick-ass show. It was it was incredible. So the the band is is the two of them, the two guys, Jeff and Jake, right? But uh, I swear to God, if you if you closed your eyes, you'd think that there were four or five people up on the stage. Like the the sound that they make is just unbelievable, just unbelievable. They rocked that place. They blew the roof off the joint, and uh, I was just floored. I was absolutely blown away. If they are coming anywhere to a town near you. You seriously have got to go see them and listen to the new album and listen to the old album and listen to the single Freedom that I was telling you about. I have links in the show notes and in the newsletter this week for all of those things, as well as a link to their tour dates so you can check out and see if they're coming anywhere near you. But I, I seriously cannot rave enough about how incredibly good they are live. I have seen a lot of live shows, and this is easily one of the best live shows I've ever seen, hands down. 
the next several dates they're performing on the bill with another band called Mo Loda and the Humble. And they were also absolutely fantastic. I became an instant fan of them. I had not heard of them until uh, I saw them with Illiterate Light. But they were fantastic, too. Really cool, groovy stuff. Sort of in the same vein-ish as Illiterate Light. I would, I'd say that they they make a good, a good pairing on a bill. But uh, check them out, too. Check them out, too. They're definitely worth uh, checking out and listening to. I think you'll become a fan of theirs as well. And speaking of Jeff from Illiterate Light, he also recently started a Substack. Woo! Where he's, uh, he's sharing behind-the-scenes stuff and uh, photos and videos and demos and uh, stuff like that. I believe he plans to talk about his, um, his love of donuts. So uh, please go subscribe to that. There's a link for his Substack also in the show notes and in the newsletter uh, for this week. But uh, yeah, I was able to go see them take a plus one. I took my good friend Kevin Alexander, who runs uh, On Repeat, an awesome substack full of incredible music recommendations that, that I also encourage you to check out. That is in my uh, Z-Rex, but we'll get down to that in a little while. Hey, if you are enjoying the podcast, uh, can I ask you a favor? Would you please tell somebody about it? Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell a neighbor or a property manager or a bus driver or a beautician or a cashier or a doctor, anyone else you think might listen. In exchange, you will have my eternal gratitude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, if you would consider a paid subscription to uh, the Zappagram newsletter and podcast, if you just go to zappagram.com or just Google Zappagram, you can hit that up on there and you could subscribe and uh, you could support my efforts here uh, either on a, on a monthly basis or on an annual basis. But I am trying really hard to uh, grow uh, my, my reach and to reach more subscribers and more readers. And so uh, your, your support is what has allowed me to go for a year now and to keep going. So if, you, uh, if, if uh, more of you would consider uh, supporting me in that way, it would mean uh, an awful lot to, to me and my family. So I don't want to get all salesy, but uh, just um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for considering that and for listening to uh, my little spiel there. And with that, I think it's about time that we jump into this week's show. Coming up this week, we celebrate the birthday of the great Ella Fitzgerald. And this week's quote comes from Ella Fitzgerald, who said, The only thing better than singing is more singing. And I'd have to agree with that. I think the only thing better than music is more music. Wouldn't you agree? I'm also trying to figure out uh, which platforms are the most popular for the podcast so far. So in this week's Rock the Vote poll, I'm asking, where do you subscribe to the Zappagram podcast? Do you subscribe here through Substack? Do you listen through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or elsewhere? So please cast your vote and let me know. Every week, as an accompaniment to this here podcast and newsletter, I include a playlist full of great new music that I recommend you check out. And this week is no different. We've got a jam-packed playlist full of great stuff. My friends from San Diego, Twin Ritual, 
have just released their first full-length album, and um, it is fantastic. I have some music on there from them. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones have a new album out. Got some stuff on there. Of course, I couldn't uh, couldn't not have some of my guys. Literate Light is on there. Some Moloda and the Humble. Some Seesaw. S-E-A-S-A-W. Seesaw. Fun band from Madison, Wisconsin. They are on there. Joy Alatakun has a new album out. She has some music on here. Arlo Parks has new stuff. Raul Malo got a new single from John Mellencamp. One of my favorite Billy Joel songs, New York State of Mind, from a new live album that he just put out uh, live at the Great American Music Hall from from uh, 1975. The performance is from 1975. Uh, so it's a live version of that from from then uh big big news this week which we'll get to in the news but foo fighters foo fighters has a new single out a new album coming that new song is on the playlist discovered a couple of other new bands uh this past week uh, one band called hello luna uh so i've got some music from them on there they're great and winona fighter punk band i believe out of ohio and uh they are incredible uh, they have an EP out, and every single song on it is a banger. It's a no-skip album. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, I've got some music from The Damned, new music from The Damned. So, all of that is available on this week's playlist, number 54. That is available on both Spotify and Apple Music. As well, there is a master playlist available on both platforms uh, that has all of the songs from all of the weeks. So there's something like, I don't know, 10,000 years worth of music on there. You can check that out, too. And with that, it's time to jump into this week's music news. All right. As I mentioned, we have Foo Fighters news. After uh, teasing their return to new music and lining up some headlining festival gigs, uh, the band has announced that their new album titled But Here We Are is uh is coming out in june specifically june the second that will be out uh it'll be their first album since uh the death of taylor hawkins and they have not yet announced who will be replacing taylor uh on drums but they are scheduled to begin headlining festivals and uh playing shows next month so we assume that we're going to find out uh, at that time who will be uh who will be behind the kit the first track that they've released as a single from the new album is called Rescued. Again, that's on this week's playlist. And uh, it is it sounds like a classic Foo Fighters. Uh, the band has stated that uh, this album arrives after a year of staggering losses, personal introspection, and bittersweet remembrances, a brutally honest and emotionally raw response to everything the band has endured recently. But Here We Are is a testament to the healing powers of music, friendship, and family. And I think I think we're all really looking forward to uh, to hearing this album, to seeing them get back out on the road and uh, to move on. But uh, obviously, always with honoring uh, Taylor's memory and incredible contribution to the band. Foo Fighters will return to the stage on May 24th with a concert in Guilford, New Hampshire, before headlining gigs at Boston Calling, Sonic Temple, Bonnaroo, Outside Lands, Ohana, Louder Than Life, and, uh, and other festivals they've got scheduled throughout the summer. And in addition to a string of overseas dates, they've also mapped out a summer tour outside of all those festival gigs. So check the link in the newsletter or the show notes uh, for more information on that. And speaking of music festivals, Coachella has been going on for the last uh, two weekends in a row, uh, as everyone probably knows. 
and they have been Coachella was fined $117,000 the first weekend for breaking city curfew all three nights of the first weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. So the festival was supposed to wrap up by midnight, but uh, Frank Ocean's headlining set went over by roughly 25 minutes, and then they they ran over on uh, Saturday and Sunday as well. So yeah, 117 grand overtime is expensive. The fines are part of an agreement between the city of Indio and Golden Voice that uh, puts on the the uh, festival that took effect back in 2013. The agreement outlines that uh, the details of, of this, that, that going five minutes past curfew will result in a daily fine of $20,000. Every minute after that cost $1,000 per minute. The fines go towards Indio's general fund, which is used for operating costs, public works, and the police and fire departments. And while that is an expensive overage, um, I'm pretty sure they can afford it. I saw a TikTok that this girl made uh, where she and her friend each got a burrito and a coffee. So two burritos and two coffees. Guess how much? $64. That better have been a good goddamn burrito and coffee. A couple of weeks ago, I reported that for the first time in 35 years, vinyl has uh, outsold CDs. And now we have more news that cassette tape sales are at a 20-year high. According to new research, popularity of the cassette format has been gradually increasing for about 10 consecutive years. The sales of cassettes, however, remain much lower than, than vinyl records still. The, uh, the old-school format apparently appeals to younger music fans uh, due to its uh, collectability. And the spike has been driven by a lot of recent releases from major acts that have been released on cassette, like Arc Monkeys and Harry Styles and Florence and the Machine. So yeah, not only is vinyl making a comeback, but so are cassettes. If you ever wondered how much the guitar that Eddie Van Halen used in the iconic music video for Hot for Teacher, if you ever wondered how much that's worth, the answer is a hell of a lot of money. The guitar went up for auction last week at Sotheby's, and, uh, and it sold for a whopping... Are you ready for this? How much would you guess? Eddie Van Halen's guitar for from Hot for Teacher. You know, the, the, the red guitar with the white and the black stripes all over it. What, what would you guess that it would fetch at auction? Take a guess. And then double probably whatever you thought, or triple or quadruple it. It went for almost $4 million. To be exact, $3,932,000. So, you know, whoever bought it probably had some, some change left over to, to buy some strings and picks. Maybe a new strap. The minimum bid for the custom-made Kramer guitar was $1.8 so that's where it started. It was valued at between 2 and $3 million, and then ended up, like I said, selling for almost $4 million. But the, uh, the lucky purchaser uh, also, in addition to the guitar, got a, the straight jacket and the white gloves worn by Van Halen in the music video. So that's really cool. If I had bazillions of dollars, I'd, I'd buy it. That era of Van Halen was my childhood. Moving on, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy has declared September the 21st to be Bruce Springsteen Day, which also happens to be Bruce Springsteen's birthday. The governor made the announcement on Saturday during the inaugural American Music Honors event held at Bruce Springsteen Archives and Center for American Music 
at Monmouth University in West Long Branch, New Jersey. Said Governor Murphy, Bruce Springsteen is one of the most recognizable, iconic, and influential musicians and New Jerseyans of all time. It is important that we recognize Bruce for all that he has done and will continue to do, from giving us the gift of his music to lending his time to the causes close to his heart, including making the Archives and Center for American Music a repository that will inspire tomorrow's songwriters and singers. We thank him for showing the world what it means to live our New Jersey values. I am both honored and proud to declare his birthday, Bruce Springsteen Day, in New Jersey. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, that date will be Bruce Springsteen Day everywhere, not just in New Jersey. TikTok is an incredibly powerful and popular platform, as you know, for uh, everyone, but especially for musicians. And uh, now guess who's joined TikTok? Guess who's on TikTok now? The Grateful Dead. According to a press release, the Grateful Dead's TikTok account, quote, will serve as an outlet to celebrate the decades of music, generations of community, and endless array of creativity that has woven the band and its fans into every new era of the world's counterculture and consciousness. And, uh, of course, the new account on TikTok made its debut on 420. I have some Pearl Jam news. Not just for all the Pearl Jam fans out there, but most especially for the biggest Pearl Jam fan I know, my friend Brooke. Uh, Pearl Jam has announced new summer tour dates for the U.S. The band will be playing concerts in August and September. In addition to the uh, the tour dates in August and September, of course, uh, Eddie Vedder will perform at his music festival, the Ohana Festival, on September 30th in Dana Point, California. But they will also uh, have two shows in St. Paul, Minnesota, two shows in Chicago, one show in Indianapolis, two shows in Fort Worth, and two shows in Austin. In terms of getting tickets for those shows, famously, Pearl Jam has uh, not been the biggest fan of Ticketmaster and uh, and all their uh, bullshit. Just like you know, everyone the the ticket the ticket troubles that have plagued everyone from Taylor Swift to uh, the Cure, um, they're trying to take some measures to avoid all of that trouble that their fans uh, hopefully won't have to deal with the same kind of crap. First, they will employ an all-in ticket pricing scheme, which means that all those extra fees that Ticketmaster charges will be lumped in with the main fee, so there's no surprises at checkout. Uh, apparently, some other artists have resisted this model for fear that the appearance of a higher price will turn fans off from buying tickets, but it's, it's basically like a what-you-see-is-what-you-get thing. The band is also limiting dynamic pricing, in which tickets hike in price based on demand to just 10% of the tickets sold, which will help subsidize lower prices for the other 90%. Tickets will also be non-transferable to help avoid scalping. So hopefully, for fans of Pearl Jam and uh, my friend Brooke, hopefully uh, this will help in acquiring tickets to go see them at one of these upcoming dates this summer. In other tour news, Alicia Keys, the great Alicia Keys, will spend her upcoming summer on the road playing shows as part of the Keys to the Summer tour that she's doing. She will be making stops at 23 arenas with a 360-degree stage set to pack in as many fans as possible. Her tour is scheduled to begin on June 28th in Fort Lauderdale and extends through August the 2nd with a final show in L.A., uh, she'll make stops all across the country in between there, so you can check the link in the newsletter to find out more about that. My man Iggy Pop has kicked off a spring U.S. tour. 
the godfather of punk, just turned 76 years old a couple of days ago. Uh, his all-star backing band for this run includes bassist Duff McKagan of uh, Guns N' Roses, drummer Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, guitarist-producer Andrew Watt, and guitarist Jamie Hintz from The Kills. Jamie Hintz is so cool. The Kills are so cool. Allison Mosshart, oh my god, come on. Anyway, he's uh, he's uh, out on tour in support of his new album, Every Loser, which was produced by Andrew Watt and uh, features McKagan and uh, Chad Smith on, on several tracks. There are not a lot of dates. As a matter of fact, uh, it's pretty much going on this week, and it'll wrap up on the 29th with a show in Vegas. But tickets are on sale and still available, so check the link in the show notes for more information on that. The Mars Volta have added a fall North American leg to their 2023 tour itinerary. Uh, the new dates will follow the band's previously announced spring U.S. run, which kicks off next month. The new leg uh, kicks off in September the 13th in Minneapolis and runs through an October 11th gig in Salt Lake City. Presale for those shows begins tomorrow, Tuesday, April 25th at 10 a.m. Explosions in the Sky have announced their first tour since 2020. They'll spend much of September crossing the U.S. before heading to Europe in November. Mac DeMarco's music is inextricably linked to his warmly weird personality, with uh, his distinctive songwriting style and warped production sound mirroring his off-kilter charm and apparent laid-back look on life. On Spotify, he is ranked at number 328 in terms of uh, most popular artists in the world. Back in January, he released an, uh, an, an album titled Five Easy Hot Dogs. <laughs> it was an instrumental album. And uh, now he's just dropped a new album, but it's, it's not so much an album as a massive collection of previously unreleased material. Uh, guess how many tracks are on this sucker? 199 tracks. I don't know that anyone has ever dropped an album with 199 tracks on it before. It's uh, the it's largely demos and and sketches of material that he wrote between 2018 and early 2023, and many of the titles, most of the titles, uh, for the 199 tracks on this album are just the date. Yeah, so it'll be like 2019 2019-07-24. Very weird. But then I suppose he is lovably weird as well. Um, he'll perform a handful of dates later this year uh, in L.A., New York, London, and Paris in support of this new LP. In some other uh, Coachella-related news, Bjork. A lot of people pronounce her name Bjork, but it's actually pronounced Bjork. Bjork uh, incorporated over 800 drones into her performance at Coachella this past weekend. She performed a career-spanning set with a, a full orchestra. And I don't know why this is, but uh, Coachella made a big deal out of the fact that they were going to be streaming all of the shows from all of the stages. And somehow, in, in a controversial decision, they decided at the last minute that they're going to pull uh, Bjork's performance and Frank Ocean's performance and not put those out for everyone to see, which is bullshit. I want to see drones. I want to see 800 drones flying through the air while, you know, Bjork does hyper ballad. Don't you? Instead, we'll have to rely on 
the uh, the fan captured footage, which is available on YouTube and TikTok. And uh, screw you, Coachella. Soundgarden and Chris Cornell's estate have ended a protracted legal battle, paving the way for seven final recordings with Chris Cornell to finally see release at some point in the near future. Apparently, the dispute between the band and Chris Cornell's estate dates back to 2019, when uh, Vicky, uh, Chris's uh, wife, was suing the surviving members of Soundgarden, accusing them of withholding royalties from her over these recordings. Vicky claimed that Chris made the unreleased recordings in his own personal studio back in 2017 and that there was no explicit agreement that they were for Soundgarden, thus making Chris, Cornell, and thus his estate, the exclusive owner over those songs. She also alleged that after uh, Chris Cornell's death, she agreed to share the recordings with the band so long as they used one of Cornell's trusted producers and kept her informed about a possible marketing strategy to conditions that the band allegedly ignored. But anyway, they have now reached an amicable out-of-court resolution, and hopefully we will get to hear those songs sooner than later. The great Johnny Marr will use his extensive guitar collection as a jumping-off point for a new book about his life and career titled Marr's Guitars, due out October 17th of this year. In Marr's Guitars, Johnny will pair different guitars with different chapters of his life, each instrument associated with a particular moment, song, or sound. The book will cover everything from Mars' early days as a musician and work with the Smiths, all the way up through recent projects like uh, collaborating with Hans Zimmer on the soundtrack for the James Bond flick No Time to Die. So again, that arrives October 17th. Uh, would be a good time to buy that and maybe give it as a Christmas present to uh, a Johnny Marr fan. Over three hours worth of newly unearthed Frank Zappa music is set to get an official release as a compilation called Funky Nothingness. Funky Nothingness is due out June 30th. Uh, the music is believed to have been intended for a sequel to Hot Rats, his uh, 1969 album, one of my favorite albums of his. As a preview, you can hear a previously unreleased song from this forthcoming album called Work With Me Annie. It's out now on streaming platforms everywhere. Funky Nothingness, it's so fun to say. Funky Nothingness will include 25 unreleased and rare tracks, as well as compositions, covers, and miscellaneous jams from 1970 studio sessions with uh, Zappa's core group. It is said to pick up where Hot Rats left off, so I can't wait to hear this one. Acclaimed jazz pianist and composer Ahmad Jamal has died at the age of 92. Uh, Jamal was a close friend of Miles Davis, and uh, he passed away on April 16th at his home in Massachusetts. Uh, his cause of death was prostate cancer. Apparently it had a long battle with that. He was uh, known for his sparse, uh, less is more playing style and was the recipient of a Lifetime Achievement uh, Grammy, as well as uh, uh, the National Endowment for the Arts Jazz Master Award. Jamal labeled jazz American classical music and said that he liked to honor what he described as the spaces in the music, which that is uh, incredibly important, and a lot of people don't pay attention to that. Years ago, as a guitar player, I forget who it was. I want to say that it was BB King said something about the notes that you don't play are just as important as the notes that you do play. 
that space in between the notes is just as important as the notes themselves. So Jamal subscribed to that same theory. The late Miles Davis once said that, quote, all my inspiration comes from Ahmad Jamal. And finally, Mark Stewart, the vocalist and one of the founding members of the pioneering UK post-punk band The Pop Group, has died, according to a statement from his longtime label Mute Records. No cause of death was given. Uh, Stewart was 62 years old. In other news, which may or may not be music-related, but almost always is, the National Independent Talent Organization has revealed plans to reform concert ticketing. Uh, they've released a nine-point strategy to fix unfair ticketing practices supported by 45 independent management companies and booking agencies. Link out to Pitchfork where you can read that piece. Inside one band's absurd, infuriating legal nightmare, it's corporate bullying, says the singer from OK Go, who are being sued by a serial company. So the band, OK Go, is being sued by Post, makers of Cocoa Pebbles, Fruity Pebbles, Honey Bunches of Oats, and it, garbage cereal. It was already garbage cereal, and now they've found a way to make it even more garbage by packaging these cereals in tiny cups, uh, which merely require you to add in a bit of water to hydrate the powdered milk inside. They say it's the easiest way to enjoy cereal during those busy on-the-go mornings. No milk required. Gross. Leave it to a brand like Post to find a way to make garbage cereal, which is already synthetic and processed, even more synthetic and processed, and then, you know, market that towards kids. It's uh, that this kind of shit pisses me off as a parent. And what's even more infuriating is that now Post is trying to use this name, OK Go, and they're suing the band OK Go. The band OK Go has had that name since the late 90s. So, you know, legally speaking, I'm I'm pretty sure Post can suck it. Anyway, eh, that kind of stuff gets my blood boiling. There's an article in Rolling Stone uh, and link in the show notes in the newsletter to go read more about that stupid bullshit. Also linked is another Rolling Stone piece titled Honoring the Musical Genius and Transgressive Power of Little Richard. Director Lisa Cortez on her new documentary, Little Richard, I Am Everything, opens Friday, April 21st, and uh, this article sort of does a deep dive on that. Very interesting. Lastly, I'm linking out to a piece written by Celia Houghton, published on American Songwriter, The Brazen Origins of Metallica. Uh, the Metal Legends just released their 11th studio album last week, titled 72 Seasons, and you can read more in this piece about how the band first came together way back in the early 80s. This week, in Z-Rex, Zappa's Recommendations, my friend Kevin Alexander runs On Repeat, a great music newsletter published here on Substack, which I highly recommend to anyone who loves discovering new music. I have found more cool new music through his newsletter, uh, both the actual content that he publishes recommending great music, as well as the great community of readers that he has who chime in and uh, offer comments with 
other music suggestions. They also come up with a lot of great stuff that I've never heard before. So I highly recommend checking that out. Uh, there's a link in the show notes and in the newsletter to that. You can also Google on repeat Kevin Alexander and uh, find the link to subscribe to his Substack there. Lastly, in Z-Rex, I just found singer-songwriter powerhouse Jake Wesley Rogers. I just discovered him a couple of days ago. He, uh, he performed a live five-song set from a rural Tennessee courthouse uh, because he wanted to uh, share the positivity of, of his songs, uh, quote, in a place that for so long has meant injustice and pain for so many. It's quite an odd thing to see such a uh, powerful performer doing, or a performer, period, performing music in a courthouse, much less a uh, rural Tennessee courthouse. But anyway, his to me, his music makes a, the, the powerful statement um, that, you know, while we've we've come a long way, we've still got a very, very long way to go. I also saw a really great interview he did with uh, Elton John uh, for Apple. And uh, Elton was was saying that he reminds him of himself quite a bit back when he first came on the scene. Everything from just his his powerful voice and and his songs to uh, literally to to the way he dresses, his outfits and glasses and and everything. It's uh, he's got really really cool funky style. But yeah, yeah, a incredibly powerful voice, incredibly powerful uh, songwriting, and uh, and so I've got a video of his uh, five song set from that courthouse in the newsletter. So be sure to check that out. We're going to take a quick break to hear a quick message from our sponsor, and then we will be right back. Are you tired of missing new music releases by the artists and bands you love? Music Butler sends you an email to let you know when the musicians you love release music, whether that be new full-length albums, shorter EPs, or even new singles. Services like Apple Music or Spotify don't always notify you of album releases on time, and they don't show upcoming releases for your favorite musicians, but... Music Butler does. You can automatically import artists from your Apple Music, Spotify, or Last.fm accounts, or you can manually follow your favorites. It's free to try it out for 30 days. Music Butler takes all the effort out of staying current. Stop missing out on new releases and sign up for a free trial of Music Butler today at musicbutler.io. New releases that dropped this past week. Billy Joel released live at the Great American Music Hall, a live performance from 1975 which has a lot of uh, great classic songs on there. Everything But The Girl just released their new full-length album, Fuse. A band called Seesaw from Madison, Wisconsin, fun, fun band, just released their LP, Projecting. St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Angels in Science is their new album. New album titled From Capleton Hill from the band Stars. And again, my friends in Twin Ritual from San Diego just released their first full-length album titled Alley, and the entire album is no skip. It's beautiful. It's uh, I, I want everyone to hear it. It's uh, also on this week's playlist, so be sure to listen to that there. And you can follow Twin Ritual on uh, Instagram and TikTok, and their new album is streaming everywhere. On the release radar, coming up in the next 30 to 45 days, 
going to quickly run through the list of everyone we've got new music coming from. Glenn Matlock of the Sex Pistols has a new album. Smokey Robinson, Taj Mahal, The Damned, The National, Duran Jones, Ed Sheeran, Jenny Owen Youngs, uh, The Lemon Twigs, Olivia Jean, Subtract, Squirrel, Smashing Pumpkins, Allison Goldfrapp, Dropkick Murphys, Madison McFerrin, Moby, Dave Matthews Band has new album coming out, uh, Graham Nash, Louis Capaldi, Paul Simon, Sufjan Stevens is releasing new music, Arlo Parks, The Exploding Hearts, and Sparks. So many great albums coming up over the next 30 to 45 days. I will uh, be highlighting all of those here when they come out and telling you which ones are the best ones. Lastly, this brings us to On This Date, musical happenings of historical significance. Today, on April 24th, we celebrate the birthdays for Doug Clifford, the drummer for Creedence Clearwater Revival, Nigel Harrison, the bassist for Blondie, Boris Williams, drummer of The Cure, Billy Gould, bassist for Faith No More, and uh, Patty Schimmel, drummer for Hole. Also on this date, in 1976, Paul and Linda McCartney spent the evening with John Lennon at his New York, Dakota apartment and watched Saturday Night Live on TV. Producer of the show, Lorne Michaels, made an offer on air asking the two Beatles to turn up and play three songs live. Lennon and McCartney thought about taking a cab to the studio, but decided they were too tired. This was the last time that John Lennon and Paul McCartney were ever together. Also on that date, April 24th in 1992, David Bowie married Somali-born supermodel and actress Iman in Switzerland, and they remained married until Bowie's death in 2016. April 25th birthdays include the late great Ella Fitzgerald, the late great blues master Albert King, Stu Cook, bassist for CCR, Andy Bell, lead singer of Erasure, and Eric Avery, bassist for Jane's Addiction. Also, on April 25th in 1974, Pamela Corson, the long-term girlfriend of the late Jim Morrison, died of a drug overdose. It was she who found Jim Morrison dead on July the 3rd, 1971, in the bathtub of their apartment in Paris. Birthdays for April 26th include Dwayne Eddy, Giorgio Moroder, Gary Wright, Roger Taylor, drummer for Duran Duran, Chris Mars, drummer for The Replacements, and on that day in 2013, country singer George Jones died, age 81. April 27th, birthdays include Cuba Gooding, singer of R&B group The Main Ingredient, best known for their 1972 hit Everybody Plays the Fool. Did you know that? Cuba Gooding, you know Cuba Gooding Jr., the actor, this was his dad, Cuba Gooding Sr., sang that song, Everybody Plays the Fool. Cool. Uh, Kate Pearson of the B-52s celebrates a birthday on that day, as does Ace Freely of Kiss. Sheena Easton also. Uh, Bob Coombs of Supergrass and Patrick Stump of Fall Out Boy. And also celebrating birthday April 27th, Lizzo. Happy birthday, Lizzo. On that date, April 27th in 2009, Pearl Jam bassist Jeff Ament was the victim of a robbery outside Southern Tracks Recording Studios in Atlanta, where the band were recording. Uh, he arrived at the rear of the studio where three assailants brandishing knives emerged from the woods wearing black masks. The robbers grabbed uh, his phone, uh, his passport, stole $3,000 in cash and about four grand worth of other things out of his car. 
That sucks. April 28th, birthdays we celebrate for Chuck Lavelle and Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth. Also, April 28th in 2003, Apple first launched the iTunes Store, the first widely successful legal music download service. April 29th, birthdays include Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington, and he was born on April 29th in the year 1899. I knew that it was, I mean, I didn't know he was born in the 1800s. I mean, just barely, but still, 1899, Duke Ellington. Celebrating birthday also on April 29th, the great Willie Nelson, the late great bluesman Otis Rush, German artist, musician Klaus Vormann, who played bass with Man for Man and the uh, Plastic Ono Band with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. He also uh, designed the cover for the Beatles album Revolver. Also celebrating birthday on that day, the late Tammy Terrell, who uh, did a number of duets with Marvin Gaye, uh, and uh, American soul singer, songwriter, and record producer Lorraine Chandler. Also on that date in 1976, after a gig in Memphis, Tennessee, Bruce Springsteen took a cab to Elvis Presley's Graceland home and proceeded to climb over the wall. A guard took him to be another rando crazy fan and uh, apprehended him. Nice try, boss. Finally, on April 30th, we celebrate the birthday of Wayne Kramer of uh, MC5 and uh, Wonder Mike of the Sugar Hill Gang. Also, Robert Reynolds, bassist for the American band The Mavericks, uh, Justin Vernon, Justin Vernon of Bon Iver, celebrates his birthday, as well as uh, Lloyd Banks. And also, on uh, April 30th of 1970, Twiggs Linden, the road manager for the Allman Brothers Band, was arrested for murder after he stabbed a club manager during an argument over a contract. At the ensuing trial, Linden's lawyers argued that he had been temporarily insane at the time of the incident and that touring with the Allman Brothers Band would drive anyone insane. He was acquitted of the charges. Finally, on April 30th in 1983, blues legend Muddy Waters died in his sleep at his home in Westmont, Illinois. He was 68 years old. Hey, everybody, that is it for me. That's all she wrote. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's one and done, son. We're, we're all done. That wraps it up. But listen, thank you so much again for coming back this week and listening to the show. Thank you for your support. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. Thanks for being so cool. I appreciate you. I look forward to coming back here and joining you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. It's a mad, crazy world out there, everybody. So please be safe. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Uh, be excellent to each other. Until we meet again next week, take care, everybody. I have been your host, Chris Sapa, and I am out of here. <laughs> <laughs>